Men, let's talk about low testosterone. Do you suffer from any of these symptoms? Low sex drive, ED, are you always tired, depressed, you have loss of muscle mass, you're obese, maybe you have loss of focus and drive, then you, my friends, may suffer from low testosterone. Let my buddies over at Men's Health in Mississippi, located right there in Madison, check your numbers today. Trust me, she'll thank you for it. I promise. Check them out online at menshealthms.com. That's menshealthms.com, Men's Health Mississippi. Friday edition, the free-for-all Friday edition of the Clay Edwards Show here on 103.9 FM WYAB. I've got my favorite purple-haired barista and yours, Fondren's, I mean Bellhaven's very own, Sean Yurkron. Sean, I remember I almost got into a fight with a girl one time. and Not, no. a, not a fist fight. Okay. A, well, she, she probably wanted a fist fight. And uh, you could tell she was, you know, liberal-esque. And I was like, look, Fondren, Bellhaven, same thing. No, she said, I said, go back to Fondren. She goes, I'm from Bellhaven. I said, same thing. She goes, no, it's not. I said, I bet you think Pearl and Brandon are the same thing. <laughs> really? What was her answer to that? They are the same thing. I was like, so are Fondren and Bellhaven. But don't Brandon and Pearl have like a rivalry? Like there was always like, if you're from Brandon, you really, you don't want to be called that you're from Pearl. Oh, I don't think it's the same thing in Bellhaven and Fondren. It's just so. It's the whole eat, eat dirt Pearl, eat dirt Brandon. Yeah. You know, I mean, the whole thing. They, they, they hate it. I, I, I've said it for the last few years. You know, I've never been to an egg bowl. Mm. I'm kind of over it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'll go to one. Don't get me wrong. It's still bucket list, but it's not high on bucket list. Mm-hmm. My real bucket list is Pearl Brandon. That's, Have you been to one of those games yet? Or yes, I, I, I was telling you a minute ago. I went to all these Brandon Brandon High School games for years when mm-hmm. Gardner was there. I've never actually went to a Pearl Brandon game though. Huh? Okay. So, got to get to a Pearl Brandon game. Well, and, uh, when is that this year? It's, I mean, well, it's usually the last last game of the high school season. So, whenever that is, probably what in a month or so from now. Yeah, I guess so. I guess we're. I, I keep forgetting today's like October sixth. Kind of. I, I want to say, does isn't it kind of around the Thanksgiving? Era? Time frame, I think, maybe I think, if not before. Yeah, I think yeah, before the high school ends early, doesn't it? Well, no, that's right. It would actually be closer to the end of this month, mm-hmm. first of November, somewhere in there. Because they get done a little bit earlier. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. get the date. Maybe we can. Uh, maybe we can pop up a clay Edward show tent. Yeah, and go out there. I'd, I've never been before either. That sounds like a lot of fun. The, It'd be fun. I but, love a good rivalry, and you know, still a somewhat pure sport. Yeah, you know? <laughs> it's not corrupted by well money, I guess, for the most part. Yeah, for the most part. I mean. um yeah, no, there's not really like a Bellhaven Fondren rivalry. I mean, nobody's wearing like you know throwing gang signs at well, each can, other. <laughs> can we get <laughs> in this, the neighborhood? Can we get this started? Yeah, I guess we can. I like just like drum it up, make it make it real big. You know, it's so. I mean, obviously, you know, it's so close, and I mean, we don't have football teams. Maybe that's why. Well, I, yeah, that that's probably yeah. Maybe what about soccer teams? That seems like more more of a soccer. Like everybody's wearing soccer. More of, a, more of a soccer kind of crowd. You remember, like I had I don't know I had a lot of friends during that whole. I mean, soccer's obviously become so much more popular. And I'm not knocking soccer. I just don't watch it. And uh, but I had a lot of these friends that you know. I tried. You're, you're, I, really, I, I'd be I, too. I really, I wanted to like it because I was like, man, it's it's some. I was I was so into sports. Mm-hmm. I was like, I just want more sports. Put it in my veins. Yeah. All right, let's try this soccer thing. <laughs> I was like, man, I, I can't do it. I'm the same. I can't, you know, I can't get into it. And the, uh, but I had a lot of friends. It was kind of like trendy to wear your like Emirates soccer jersey or whatever. Yeah. And I had a bunch of friends that were like, walking around it's like not, it's that not, aren't it's sport. Not, it's not a soccer jersey or what, whatever it is. It, a shirt it, it's or a kit. Oh, it's a kit. Is that what it's called? It's called a kit. Okay. I, see again. That's why I don't watch it. So I don't know. It. Uh, yeah. It, it was like they'd show up and they like, oh, I got this jersey. I'm like, where are you now? You guys are all of a sudden huge soccer fans. Like oh. you just, I don't know. I, I thought it was weird. I think we just got a confirmation on the date of the 
Pearl Brandon rivalry game. It's uh, I think let's see here. I think my buddy David. Oh yes, my buddy David. Um, it's on October twentieth. Okay. So mark the calendars, October twentieth. We're just about there. And I, if my memory serves, I, it may be in Brandon this year. Okay. I want to say it was Pearl last year, but do not hold me to that. Time flies. It's been a wild year. It's um, but yeah, but Pearl Brand. I mean, sorry, Fondren and Bellhaven. We need we need to kick up a rivalry there. The problem is, I think everybody lives in shops in Fondren and lives in Bellhaven. Yeah, there's a lot of that going on, and I mean, it's um, you know, Fondren. It's kind of weird, like the trajectory. Fondren really hit like a kind of a I guess the word Renaissance or whatever you want to call it. They um, where all that stuff grew over there, but now that's kind of shifted. So there was a little bit for a while there. It was a little bit like you wanted to try to buy a house in Fondren. And then now that's kind of shifted towards Bellhaven once that brewery and that whole district there has opened up. So that's kind of like giving Bellhaven a little bit of a resurgence where people are looking for houses there more. But like about five, six, seven years ago, it was like, oh, I had to get a house in Fondren. And because they had all this stuff going on, they built those ridiculously huge sidewalks if we go out there, which most people complain about because they're really stupid. <laughs> and um, so everybody was trying to get a house over there. But now that's that brewery really, brewery really kind of changed the game over in Bellhaven. That's cool. I mean, I look, I know I talk a lot of trash. Most of it's in gist. Um, I think what's going on down there is awesome. Yeah, man, it's really that whole little district there, and then you get the Manship, obviously, which is a great restaurant, and then there's a, you know, there's an LV's, and then that donut place, and then they got a bunch of other stuff that they put in there, and then there's a new Italian restaurant, which I haven't been to yet, which I hear is really good. But so I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on over there. Hey, speaking of restaurants, I need to give a shout out to a non-Clade which show sponsor. Mm-hmm. Uh, had lunch. They are a WYAB sponsor. Had lunch yesterday with the crew here at WYAB, and I was getting ready to roll out and head back to Rankin County. And Matt, the boss man, was, "Hey, we're going over to uh, Railroad Pizza here in Flora if you'd like to join us." And I did. I joined them, and I just want to give a shout out to the folks that run that place over there. Two mm-hmm. of the nicest individuals I've met in a long time. Good, Good. morning to you guys. Uh, the pizza was awesome. The mozzarella sticks, you know, I consider myself a mozzarella You're a connoisseur of that. Connoisseur. <laughs> connoisseur. The, the mozzarella yep. sticks are hand-battered. They have, and I didn't know this, You can, you can they, they offer them two different ways with pepper jack cheese, which I do, do love pepper jack, mm-hmm. and mozzarella. So we got like a half and half. So if you're in the flora area around, uh, and they're open for lunch. So if you're in the flora area, lunch or dinner, check out Railroad Pizza. And uh, of course, if you're in Rankin County, hit up Acme pizza but uh, every now and then got to try diff- different stuff i was highly impressed i'd actually eaten there once about seven years ago uh, or so when it first opened and was highly impressed i'm just never i'm always out of flora mm-hmm. before lunchtime well it's funny you say that i was ran into some guy the other night and, and i was talking about you know coming up here to flora and and uh, he was talking about the flora butcher which of course i think we all have heard of before mm-hmm. i've i've never been there have you I, I have not i used to go to triple b's when he was on high street okay same guy same guy Triple D's, I mean. Triple D's. Triple D's or Triple B, whatever it was. Dave's, I think, Triple D. Mm-hmm. Whatever. He had the place on High Street there, and Wait, they had a huge country fried steak. The place on, is that the... The old, the old barbecue place Yeah, what was Street. that called? Um, Dave's Triple D. Was, that, like was that. it called that? Okay, I was thinking there was like something um, something called something else there, too. Right? There well, like yeah, there was the Chimneyville Smoke. Chimneyville, that's whatever. what I'm yeah, thinking. Yeah, same of. place. Okay. Same place. But yeah, anyway, shout out to them, man. A lot of great little restaurants out here in Florida. If you're... You're out in Madison County. You already know these things, guys. I'm just, uh, I'm not from Madison County, and I've never, it's actually one of the few places I've never lived, <clears throat> but a beautiful, beautiful place. A lot of great people. All right, Sean. Speaking of uh, Jackson stuff, I kind of hit on this a little bit yesterday. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going a, I'm to a stroke my ego for a minute here, but it, but I think it's a funny story. So a friend of mine messaged me the other day. She goes, Clay, there are a couple girls fighting about 
where you eat lunch and how often you eat there in a group on Facebook. She goes, I just thought you needed to know this. I was like, this is hilarious. Oh, I saw you post something like that. What was that about? Even So apparently there's a girl that works somewhere in Jackson, and she's mad that I guess either she's seen me eating at Martin's a a, a good bit here lately. okay. Or somebody's told her I'm eating at Martin's a good bit here lately. Mm Mm-hmm. And her point was, I just as I don't understand how he talks all this stuff about Jackson. He she says that he costs Jackson businesses all this money by scaring people from coming here. I was like, well, thank you for the ego stroke there. I didn't realize that I swung that big of a stick. <laughs> that you're just reporting the news, giving my opinion on the news, kept people from coming. I thought it was the uh, I thought it was the news that kept people from coming. I thought it was being the murder capital of the world two years in a row that kept people from coming, but. Or the water not working, so on and so forth. I thought that's what kept people from coming to Jackson, not me making fun of that or talking about that. But um, yeah, apparently she's very upset that uh that I have the audacity to eat in Jackson. So my question is this, Sean? So if if I have an opinion on Jackson that's not in lockstep with the with the Free the Land Party, and I also don't come to Jackson. People get mad at me. Oh, no. I'm so glad you brought this up, by the way, because and, this is something I've been on for years. I know exactly what you're talking about. And then, then if I talk crap and I still support Jackson businesses, mm-hmm. now you've got some audacity to talk the things you do and, and still come here. Uh, you know, I've been screaming. I've been doing this for well before I come on the show, either on Facebook, next door, everywhere else, kind of doing the same thing. And people there's these contingent people it's not just the free land people there's a lot of people that it's out there they're saying apologists apologists that's a good way that's a good way to put it apologists they're just like jackson over everything or it's the greatest city in the world why are you talking you're you're hurting our reputation wait a second man hold on i'm just being a, i love like my neighborhood Brian franklin I'm, with his jackson versus everybody shirt yeah i mean let's not ja- play jackson versus jackson exactly let's not play make-believe i mean yeah. like that's just like you know that's for children like it's let's be i love my neighborhood i'm not moving in anywhere i'm not moving across the river or anything like nothing wrong with rankin county or madison county but it's not for me and the uh bellhaven i mean i love bellhaven i'm not moving but i'm not gonna sit there and pretend like you know hey man i love these roads you know or like or like oh man this crime is wonderful like i'm not gonna lie about like, that like, like it's a dog whistle to, to acknowledge the truth yeah i mean or it's like or i'm trying to like mind f myself out of it you know what i mean yeah. like that like uh, that it's not happening well, i can see it happening i had a water leak in front of my house for four years took them to fix you know there's I, sometimes i got a water bill but to now I get him all the time because Ted Hennepin, he's he's like the he's like the uh, student loan collection agency basically on that stuff. I mean, so th- that's working better. But I mean, there's you know there was two carjackings in front of my house a couple years ago. It's it's a constant dysfunction. We all know it. I don't have to recitate it all. But the um, but I just feel like you know pretending that it's not happening is is ridiculous. I mean. You know, I, I don't understand. I don't even understand that viewpoint. Let's just pretend it's not happening. And you know, you know what's funny is like you would think like I'm sure there is a block of business owners because everybody don't move in lockstep that don't like me and then mm-hmm. wishes I would shut up. I I get it, but don't point your anger at me. Point it at these idiots y'all keep electing. And look, can a can a politician wave a magic wand and make everything better? Absolutely not. Can they wave one and make it worse? Absolutely. Which they've done. Which they've done. <laughs> yeah, which it's gotten. And I think everybody, it's kind of, you know, I'm glad, again, this is a great topic because I've noticed that group of people, especially like on my Facebook feed, it's kind of shifted. It's gotten so bad with Chokeway that I've noticed that it's okay to call them out now. Like people were, because initially when he got elected in the first few years, it's like, we're going to, you know, we're going to back this guy and i mean you know, i kind of was a little bit i mean who doesn't want the city to do well i wasn't against him but now it's gotten in 2023 from 2017 it's gotten to like everybody 
is finally recognizing, wait a second, this is this man is not competent to do this job. So that's gotten a little better. I think I think it's gotten he's so bad that even the people that were the apologists are starting to not apologize anymore. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. No, it's a great point, and I, I share somebody people people send the Save Jackson page a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he was at a football game. I don't know where. It may have been JSU. It may have been Alcorn. I, I don't know where it was at. And he was stopped in front of a tailgate. Man, somebody took a picture of this dude. And I he saw that. Was, I mean, it looked, in, in his defense, I've taken pictures where the flash hits at dark and my, and my eyes are shut. Mm-hmm. So that, it, full disclosure, that could have been what's going on. Also, full disclosure, your boy likes to get a buzz when I drink too. So yeah. I, ain't, I ain't judging. But you know what? I'm not the mayor of the Jackson. Well, maybe he needs to drink. But here's the I thing. Because like, after you know the results every day. He's here's like, the, the thing. Like, most people don't care that he's drinking. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, Everybody, and this was a black person that posted this. There's a lot of black people commenting that I would have pegged as Chalkway apologist. You know, mm-hmm. if I'm stereotyping a little bit here. Yeah. To to a man, every comment was, he out here doing this when Jackson's as screwed up as it is. See, I said, that's the, what, I said yeah. the tide is turning. Yep, that's what I've noticed too. It ain't, no, it ain't none of that. Y'all talking about a black man stuff. Mm-hmm. No, don't, don't be talking down on that black man. It's uh, it's they're going in on him. Yeah, I think the black community has 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 changed their minds on him as well. I mean, how can you not? I think everybody can just finally we found an issue we can agree on his incompetence. That I mean, and I think that watered. I think that you know, do you remember in two thousand twenty one we had that ice storm? That's the that's what moved me out of Jackson. Was their ill preparedness for it, and just saying, look, that this ain't going to be the last time. And man, when I got out to Rankin, and then the big one hit. Yeah. The, the the big well, not ice storm it wasn't even an ice storm it was, it was just a big, the, the, the water, water last summer like yeah the, the water August failure. of twenty two man I was patting myself on the back that's when I ended up on Sky News and that's I, why I, I yeah. built my TikTok following on that incident mm-hmm. the whole nine yards I was like finally for once I made a good decision well I think a lot of folks in twenty one were giving him even even how bad that was were giving him a pass a little bit but what happened last summer I think that was the end of it. I think that, like, you know, there was, I mean, because he did everything he could to try to say, oh, this is, you know, product of systemic racism and this is going on for decades and all that, all that stuff. And then when it came out that, went, no, man, dude, you didn't staff the plant. <laughs> like, well, and I think people started finding, that's kind of the word on the street now, lack of a better term, and that, you know, he was not, he, he did not adequately staff that plant, which is the main cause of what happened. And I think, I think everybody kind of knows that at this point, which is good. And, and, and I think anybody that was still, in the camp at the garbage deal. Then that, that there you go. That we early. talk about the cherry on top of the ice and on mm-hmm. top of the cake, and it, everybody knows what that was about. Yeah, I mean, and uh, somebody was people were joking me um, the other day on Facebook about saying on the radio show last week that I was going to vote for Tate Reeves, but we also said Paul politics is local. I don't care who the governor is, who the mayor is. Like we saw, Kim Wade was speaking last night. If they're going to make the water work and I'm not going to get jacked in my driveway, I'm voting for them. I don't care who they are. I mean, I just I don't care what their what letter they got next to their name, what you know, what their policy is on either, you know, Medicaid expansion or taxes or whatever you're going to talk about. I personally like to go home and turn on the faucet and have a, you know, and not worry about getting robbed. I yeah, mean, I, I think mean, that's just a basic societal thing that you know, people expect. If my if a mayor checks off all the boxes I need him to check off, but he's also pro-choice, I'm probably still going to vote for him over a guy that is incapable of uh, of running a city, but is pro-life. Exactly. I mean, I, I don't just, care. I think on, on an ultra-local level, like mayor and city council, you're you're 
your nationwide politics, your national politics are really irrelevant to me. Absolutely. As long as that doesn't bleed down into your local politics with stuff like defund the police and sanctuary cities and all of that. I mean, there could be a candidate that says, I worship Satan and they're effective. I'd vote for them over Chokeway. Like, I mean, that's how bad it is. Like, I don't care what any of their other views are as long as they can fix the stuff. Well, he is Satan. So. <laughs> well, yes, I, that, that, that is true. Let's take a break. This is the Clay Edwards Show. If you, want, if you guys want to call in, 601-879-0002, the Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. This is Sean York Karan and Clay Edwards on 103.9 FM. We'll be right back. Hey guys, Clay Edwards here. I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601-502-3529. They offer roof-to-curb service, blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. All right, welcome back in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio, the rule-breaking when necessary show of choice, the rule-breakers when necessary show of choice. Hey, guys, we like to have fun around here, man. I'll never apologize for having a good sense of humor, being a little incendiary. That's why y'all tune in. You know I'm not the most well-read, articulate guy on the radio. That's why I keep Sean around. He's a smart one to the two of us. I'm the conservative. He's the smart one. You know, you got to got to trade out something. You can't you can't be you can't be good looking and rich all the time. But uh, look, all joking aside, this segment. Hey, if y'all are out gun shopping this weekend, ammo shopping, you're gonna get out to the range, shoot some shoot some pew pew. Uh, get by Guns and Gear first, home of No Limit Ammo. Right there in Gluckstadt, they got a ton of new and used guns available for you. And uh, I do still have, um, if, you, if y'all will go check out, I'm raising money for real men. I got to be careful how I word this. I'm raising money for my Real Men Wear Pink campaign. And I've teamed up with Guns and Gear to do it. Now, you can imagine what that entails. If you're interested in possibly, you know, taking advantage of what that entails while only donating $20, holler at your boy and I'll give you the details. Apparently, uh, it is against FCC rules to discuss raffles on the radio. So, I just want to say that real quick. Reach out to me. I'll shoot you the details if you're interested in a $20 donation that could possibly benefit you here at the end of the month with something from Guns and Gear. I'll let your imagination run wild. But otherwise, get out to Guns and Gear. A pink gun? <laughs> yeah, I'm, sure they, I'm sure there's tons of those out there, right? Oh, they have pink guns? Yeah, there. I'm they sure. Do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, this is an AR-15. Oh, in so, pink? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we had to go with what was in stock. I got you. Uh, so get out to Guns and Gear. Hey, look, they also, way more than just a gun and ammo store, they are your gunsmithing and seracoding leaders here in central Mississippi. And look, guys, I, I've been saying this a lot here lately. They buy guns. Just like I buy cars, they buy guns. So get out there, sell your gun to Guns and Gear. 
If I don't start selling some more radio ads, I'm going to be out there selling my guns to Guns and Gear. I'm kidding. I hope I'm kidding. <laughs> anyway. You know, it's like, you ever wonder when you get past that age, where this morning I was like, uh, I grabbed some headphones from my, I was saying, I play drums and been doing that since I was a you know, kid, and I got a room, my, one of my favorite bedrooms is where my drum set is. And I was like, well, if stuff goes bad, I could sell that. It's probably worth, the, you know, <laughs> like I was calculating stuff in the house. I remember, like, I got this drone that I, I haven't flown since, speaking of the SC, FCC <laughs> yeah. or the FAA. Since they slapped my hand and made me take an eight-hour course, promising not to do it anymore. Oh, <laughs> I have a I have an entire new level of respect for pilot, a licensed drone pilots. But anyway, I get we I, I go down a rabbit hole talking about this guns and gear stuff. Y'all guys, get out there. Please consider guns and gear when you're in the market. I know there's a lot of gun places around here, but everybody that works at those gun places ain't all gun guys. You want to go buy from a professional, buy from knowledgeable courteous folks who won't treat you like you don't know what you're talking about just because you don't know what you're talking about get out to guns and gear tell them i sent you and you can always shop them online guns in gear ms.com just like guns in roses it's not it's not guns and gear it's guns in the letter in gear ms.com located right there on highway 51 north in gluckstadt mississippi at yandel road cool well i pulled up since we're on this mayor topic, the 2021 Jackson uh, mayor election results. And I, you know, I hadn't looked at these in a while. So what you had here was Chokwe Lumumba with 69% of the vote. The, the one behind him was Les Tannehill as an independent candidate with 13.4%. Charlotte Reeves, 8.9%. She was also an independent. And then another independent was Shafiq Big Mama Lodry. That's, this is a real that's, name. That's Big Mama Bell Bonds. Oh, cool. Uh, I didn't know that. All right. Neat. No, not, not cool. Not cool? That's not, not cool? Not cool. I mean, I just like the slogan, Big yeah. Mama Bell Bonds. I don't yeah. know. You know, she posts a lot of stuff like I do on the Save Jackson. She's kind of a, I don't want to say a knockoff Save Jackson, but she's similar. They you know, post all the crazy Jackson stuff. Okay. But she don't get the blowback that I get, you know, because she she looks like them. Uh, well, Big Mama got 4.2% of the vote. Yeah. Stole it from from, from a... How many? What was the percentage that Chakoy got? Sixty nine point three percent. Yeah, so he overwhelmingly won. So that tells me that sixty nine percent of the voters in Jackson are idiots. Well, the the like in the second you know highest was thirteen point four percent. That's Les Tannehill, which I think is the second or third time he may have run for mayor. Was it? I think he was a sheriff's deputy at one point. Les likes running for stuff. So and uh, Charlotte Reeves, I think she's also you know a continuing candidate, um, and uh, that was eight point nine percent. I like Miss Charlotte. She uh, she does run for stuff a, a good bit. Um, yeah, so did David Archie until he finally won. Yeah. I mean, you know, some of these folks are uh, professional candidates. It's a chance to raise money. I, I get it. it was Sean O'Hara. That was the guy forever, wasn't yeah, it? I Sean mean, O'Hara. He used to uh, run for like, every state office. Mar- Marshawn Chrysler. I know. Marshawn Chrysler has he, run for a lot of things. I mean, he's only won one thing, the city council. That's his, you know. But he got, he got, he got you know, named sheriff. Right, because back when I met him when he was on the city council, and then uh, also I actually went to his mayor election night party. That was back in 2009, but I, you're right. I think that's the one office he actually won was city council. I think that's correct. Yep. Sorry, I was sending somebody a picture of that. Pew, pew. Um, but, yeah, I think I think that's right. But uh, but this is kind of like, I guess, segue into what we were talking about at the break is that, you know, Kim Wade had a, an event last night yeah. speaking, talking about his – uh, running for mayor, and uh, I actually listened to the speech. It was really good. He actually did a really good job. Did he officially announce, or is he still just? I a, may have, if he said that, I may have missed that. I was watching on Facebook Live, so I may yeah. have missed that part. We have to 
ask him. I mean, he's we're already texting weird We're talking stuff about this a theoretical candidacy. <laughs> yeah, theoretical, if he, what he would do. And, you know, and I've talked to him when we're working out and stuff about things he's, you know, we agree on what, I mean, it's hard to, let me put this, it's hard to not agree when you're talking about here's the things we need to do to fix the city because everything that's going on is so ridiculously stupid. Like it's easy, you know, it's easy to agree. Yeah, because, <laughs> like all that. Cause suffice to say you disagree with Kim on national and global. Sure. Politics. Absolutely. We argue about it all the time, but local level, you hundred percent. We're in the, we're in the same camp. Well, it was like the same thing. I mean, you started doing this show, mm-hmm. you know, we were like, we're going to argue about all this stuff is going to be good. You know, we have these different opinions, yep. but at the end of the day, I'm a Jackson guy that, t- that does a show about Jackson. I, mm. I, I love talking about all the other stuff, and I can get knee-deep in the weeds on all that. But I think yeah. the core of this is talking about central Mississippi. Yeah. And we agree on all that stuff. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, I mean so it's like, well, where, where did our arguing go? And I was like, well, it'll crank up as the election really gets rolling once mm-hmm. we get down to the two candidates, whoever it's going to be. Yeah. You know, if it's Trump, Biden, great. If it's Newsom versus uh, Nikki Haley. You know, I mean, well. We're gonna we'll we'll get in the weeds and start arguing, but on but to our point on local politics, mm-hmm. this should just be common sense. And I think a lot of people are gonna say the same thing with Kim Wade. I think just like there were a lot of secret Trump voters, yeah, there's gonna be a lot of secret Kim Wade voters. I think so too. I mean, you know, I was listening to him last night, and of course, I've talked to him all the time. And I mean, what he's if you listen to him, what he's saying is, is, is makes complete sense. This is what things we need to do, and. Um, things we need to, do to fix the city, which are all things basically, Clay, that you would think anybody running for a city office would think. But here, who we've got elected doesn't apparently look at things that way. Things like police protection, you know, the, those sorts of things. But um, and um, so I think you know, I think people like if you look at these results from twenty one, people are looking for that right now. And and also we live in a different world than we did in two thousand twenty one. And I know that's only like a little over two years ago that mayor election, but the water the the water crisis from last summer hadn't happened yet. The trash debacle, the crime got worse after that mayor election in 2021. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there's like there's been so many things that have escalated since he's been reelected that to a point of like I think the community is just completely frustrated. And even though I think a lot of people in Jackson probably don't like what Kim has to say on the radio most of the time, but if they hear him talk about things that he wants to do for the city, they're probably going to agree with him. I don't see how you couldn't. Yeah, I mean, again, I think that's what goes back to. We can disagree nationally. Mm-hmm. We can agree. We can agree locally. Is I mean, it, look at. I, I don't mean this is an offense to Kim by no stretch of the imagination. He's taking advantage of a vacuum created by Chakwe. Yep. It don't take a rocket scientist to come in here and say, "What are our problems? <laughs> Crime, infrastructure, schools. No particular order." Yeah, we don't need a study to figure it out. No, <laughs> you know, we, we we know what the issue is. We ain't got to get a consulting firm here. So you can sit here and say, "Hey, I want to take care of the top three issues that we have." Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, to, he speaks really loudly to me when he says we ain't getting into no talk. Not, we're not talking about Medgar and Malcolm and, uh, you know, Emmett and none of this stuff. That None of that stuff affects any of us today. He's, you know, it, we, if, if that's what you want to hear about, I'm not your candidate. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Can I, can I, uh, my driver's license still says Jackson. Can I still vote here? Right. You know? Yeah. So, I'm I mean, kidding. I'm not committing voter fraud. I'm just saying. <laughs> that's it. It's still an election. Call David Archie up. No, the, uh, yeah, I think that's right. I mean, I, I heard him say that portion about that, uh, about, you know, I'm not going to invoke the civil rights movement. I mean, we don't need that right now. We need, we need, we need a wartime captain. You know what I mean? That's Absolutely. what we need. I mean, that's where we're at right now. Let's take a call. Let's see if uh, whoever's on the phone agrees. Hey, you're on there. Good afternoon. Well, good morning, rather. Good morning. Uh, my question is, why do you think a conservative would be a better candidate or a better mayor than a Democrat? 
Well, I actually, exactly. well, uh, uh, to be clear, I'm, I'm saying I don't think it matters yeah. which one it is, as long as you believe in the admit that Jackson has these problems and you're you're ready to face those problems, not the ghost of Mississippi's past. I mean, Keith or Stamps, I think we've talked about on this show yeah. a lot. Would be I'd love if he were mayor. Kim, Keith, or who you know, yeah. both would be. I think De- Keith would be an amazing mayor. Every every time I see mm-hmm. him, I. I tell him, Jackson yeah. needs you. Jackson needs you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, oh. yeah that, that's, that's what I was trying to say. Is I, don't, I mean, I do seem to think that conservative leadership, just if you look at the suburbs, seems to work better when it comes to crime and other issues. And I, can, I understand that we can get into the root cause of those issues, and it ain't just surface level. But just at the end of the day, uh, being pro-law enforcement, pro-business, Pro people getting up and going to work. It just seems to work better under conservative leadership. But by no means do I think that you have to be a conservative to do that. I was just saying I would vote for a pro-choice mayoral candidate if they check off the, all the other boxes: infrastructure, crime, education, stuff of that nature. And Sean was saying well, the complete the, the complete opposite. He would vote for Kim, even though he disagrees with all of his national stuff, mm-hmm. because he's on board for that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess my next question is. We talk about crime, and I guess you could say, well, if you are mayor, you own the problem. Well, if you run on it, like which Chakwe ran on infrastructure and crime and all this other stuff, and he's been a, a unarguable disaster in all those areas. Yeah. Okay, well, he did. Well, this new this new police chief, he seems like uh, he hit the ground running, and he uh, has some great ideas. So does he get any credit for uh, selecting hey, uh, Chief a- Wade? A- absolutely, and I did that on this very show. Yeah. Sean vouched for me here. I said, I, I said, even a broke clock can be right twice a day, and he made a great hire here. It appears to on on the surface be a phenomenal hire. Maybe he's turning the corner. Maybe it's just his ego getting the best of him and saying, I'm tired of seeing Capitol Police. I get all this shine. Let me. This is clearly popular. I that, that I think that's what it is, John. I think the Capitol Police on on. On the streets with the with law abiding, hard working citizens ended up being way more popular than a lot of people wanted to pretend they were. And I think Chalkway said, "You know what? Well, we have JPD. We can do that." Speaking of Capitol Police, I was talking to somebody over there this week, and I'm not going to name who it was, but you know how many murders has happened this year so far in the CCID? No, no. seven, seven, seven. I mean that that doesn't tell you something. I, you know, I don't know what else does. I mean, that's just that, that's an amazing statistic. Yeah. Well, my thing about murder, and I always, I always, it's most of it is personal, and you know, most people that are killed are killed by someone that they know for the most part. It's, it's not random murders for the most part, at least here in Jackson. Most of the time, people know one another. So, when we talk about policing, the things I, I look at is property crimes, business burglaries. Those are the things that tell me this is good policing. This is good patrolling of the area, but. If a guy's gonna kill his girlfriend or kill his brother or kill his operator, you know, his drug dealer partner or what have you, that stuff the police is not gonna stop. They're gonna respond afterwards and chase down and apprehend. But it's the business burg business crimes, uh property crimes is what I'm looking at to determine how C C I D is performing. It's not we got seven murders. Murder that that that's a spike. It's up and down. We can't control that. We can control burglaries, property crimes, good patrols. I'm seeing a lot of policemen out. That's what I look at when we talk about how good of a job CCID is doing or JPD is those business and property crimes and things like that. 
So I'll let you guys uh, uh, yeah. finish your show. Yeah, John, hey, great call. Thank you. i got to take my break. We'll address all that on the other yeah. side. We'll be right back. Sean, I know you're chomping at the bit over there. <laughs> yeah. I see you. Yeah. We'll be right yeah. back. Are you thinking about going out this weekend? Are you thinking about messing around and finding out? Well, you, when you do mess around and find out, you may end up in jail, whether it be Hines County, Rankin County, Madison County, or any of the little towns in between. And if you do, hey, look, I have a long and glorious history of messing around and finding out. And I wish I'd had a bell bondsman like Liberty Bell Bonds. If you end up in jail this weekend, get out of jail by calling 601 601- 825-1077. That's Liberty Bell Bonds serving Jackson and all surrounding areas. So if you mess around and you find out, call Liberty Bell Bonds and they'll bond you out. 601-825-1077. The Clay Edwards Show. Uh, guys, real quick, you, you, know the, you know the gig. It's Friday night. We're going into the weekend here. Get out to Acme Pizza and Dacqueries right there, Phantom Mart. On the res, we'd love to plug our restaurant sponsors here on Fridays. Make sure you guys get out and enjoy them. There's live entertainment all weekend. They're open till midnight. That means there's some pizzas till midnight out there on the res at Phantom Mart. They open daily at 4. They got 12 different specialty pizzas, including the Pig, Pig, Pig. They got a taco pizza. Man, they got all kinds of stuff. You really need to get out there and check it out. Also, the daiquiris, nine different flavors, and you can get them to go legally. You can even get them delivered. They're available on all major food delivery apps. That's Acme, Pizza and Daiquiri's. And Chip's been pushing the pasta here a lot lately. Says the pasta is on fire. It's really, really good. Says they've got the best balls in town. That's debatable. But uh, get out there, Acme, Pizza and Daiquiri. Support my buddy Chip Matthews and his crew out there, Miss Sharon and all of them. And uh, maybe you'll run into me out there here soon. I think we're planning a Clay Edwards Show pizza party out there at Acme here in the next week or so, maybe two weeks. Anyway, stay tuned for that. Sean, um, let's read a text real quick before I, we get into your your response there to yeah. John. This is from Blake. He says, uh, in reference to the last call, that's so ignorant. You have an environment where they are where they feel comfortable killing someone, they will. If you have an environment where, they're comfortable, where they feel comfortable killing somebody, they will. Because there's a chance they won't get caught, and if they do, you you have a uh, you have a Soros funded DA that won't prosecute them. That's why the crap doesn't happen in Rankin and Madison County as often. Yeah, I actually kind of agree with Blake's a texter. Yeah, that's yeah. That was kind of gonna be my point. I mean, not that John is a hundred percent wrong. I mean, he, there, a lot of crimes, obviously murders, are, interpersonal, interpersonal. They and they are. I mean, tons. I can't tell you. I mean, I would say eighty percent of the ones that I used to prosecute probably were fits that mold. But what Capitol Police, in my mind, is doing is there's the – you go to a gas station, somebody robs a gas station, the clerk gets shot. That's not an interpersonal crime. That's just – that's a capital murder. Uh, that's two, what that is. Two days ago, there was a there was a drive-by shooting in South Jackson over by where I grew up with, off Woodville and Cooper where a three-year-old child got shot in the drive-by. Right. That's how you post that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, then, you know, several years ago there was – and you probably remember this – there was a – 
one of the one of the uh, security guards at the at the shell station on fortification was murdered. We had that case. I Maybe mean, this is God. Things when you get older, things start running together. Like oh, you're like just a couple years ago. Yeah, things I, like I, a decade ago. The one, the one right by Finians. The one right by Finians, yeah, right there. I there was a security that. guard that was murdered, and uh, and like I said, it was like oh, a couple years. No, that, that was about a decade ago. Yeah. And that I mean that's not an interpersonal crime. That's something that happens in the CCID at that time, and 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 somebody was murdered. So those and I was heck, I was just driving up on Mad Grevers, and I remember I prosecuted a case where there was a convenience store right there where a guy one of those guys that delivers you know drinks and snacks to the convenience stores he was murdered by guys in the middle of the day i mean there's just those kinds of crimes happen all the time so what capital police i think is successfully done is they're so present they prevented that opportunity like i think the texture just said for that to happen so easily and that's that's big because you know the interpersonal not that i want anybody to get murdered but interpersonal crime you know it's a whatever domestic violence it's bad but I always felt when I was doing this, like, God, the guy that's just, like, driving his delivery truck and he gets shot. Like, and that, that was that one case. I was just, this morning it just came across my head. And I remember yeah. feeling so bad about that while I was working on it. Like, he's just, man, this guy's, like, going home to his kids and he's dropping off Mountain Dew and he gets whacked, you know. And that that's really tragic. Not that the other ones aren't tragic. They are. But that that's just so horrible. And then I think Capitol Police and what they're doing over there has kind of – prevented a lot of that from occurring not that it's i mean they can't stop all of it but they've stopped a lot of it in my mind yeah well it's it's the whole deal like if there's a cop you see blue lights you're a lot less likely to run a red light if you see a cop Mm -hmm. same thing with murder right if you see a cop if there's a heavy presence of cops you're probably if you want a red light if you see one you're probably not gonna shoot somebody if you see one there's a ton of outside the house murders in jackson oh how many drug deals gone bad the the Walmart on Highway 18. I used to joke. I was like, "Here's a part of my file drawer that's the murders or you know other crimes from the Walmart on 18." And usually it was a, there was a lot of meetups in the parking lot there, mm-hmm. so drug deals. So people just I don't for some reason they like to meet up in the uh, Walmart on 18, and um, and that would go down. Well, that's not happening in the CCID. Nobody's meeting up in the parking lot doing drug deals and ha- those going bad. I've not heard of that. Maybe you know we can call Bo Lucky and ask him. But I think. Um, you don't hear about that. So that's preventing that from happening too. And that's, and also people are not coming over there to do those kinds of transactions because they're worried about all the police everywhere. So that's, you know, that's preventing a lot of that stuff too. No, couldn't agree more. Could not agree more. Let's see if we got any more text messages here. Mm-hmm. Eric says, here's the thing. John is the biggest idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I not look John, John, I like John. Yeah, I think John's really smart. He comes up with, he has some really good questions. Yeah. I just disagree about yeah. this portion of it. Like, liking him and agreeing with him are not the same thing. Yeah. But I do like the way he, unlike our old caller Thomas before he passed away. <laughs> do we know? Is Thomas dead? No, that's the path I'm taking. You're taking he's dead. He's I'm thinking just... he's dead. You know, I can have a conversation with John like we just had. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I felt like he was trying to get me in a gotcha moment about not giving Shockway <laughs> props for. For the uh, the mayor, and he had a point. Chief. You know, he had a point. I mean, they like most murders are interpersonal. I mean, they are. That is yeah. that is that is true. But there's a good portion that are not. That that and that's what the effectiveness I think you're seeing with the Capitol Police. Yeah, Roger says on the Guns and Gear text line: If a Jackson murder only, if a Jackson murderer only murders someone that he that he personally know, they will easily murder someone they don't know. That's a BS comment. Oh, I agree. I agree. If you if you'll kill somebody you know, mm-hmm. you'll absolutely kill somebody you don't know. Sure, I and, mean, and if just, you're all in on this, you've crossed the Rubicon on murder. You and, know, and, yeah. here, and here's the problem, you know, and, and why I, I don't. One of the multitude of reasons I don't like Chalkway is then he empowers this 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 toxic culture, this 
this demographic of of black uh, urban Democrats in Jackson, and and he tells them all these problems in Jackson are because of racism. Yeah, and I just like I, I, you're empowering these people and telling them that all their issues are because they're black. Uh, yeah, and, Not, it, and it cheapens issues. I always say this on here, like the, the issues that are actually racist. Yeah, you know, it, it really it does. does the way he does it. But when you like go back to the garbage debacle. When he said, this is because of racism. No, it's because you're an idiot, Chokeway. It's got nothing to do. Yeah, we got to take a break. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards show. Guys, coming up in hour two, we're going to get into a bunch of Trump stuff, I promise you. But there's some Jackson stuff that got kind of pushed down the road a little bit this week. That I really want to get into as the 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 merging of up to sixteen schools and the closing of legendary South Jackson High School Wingfield. I mean, if you grew up in South Jackson, you either went to Wingfield or Forest Hill, unless you maybe went, went to Hillcrest or something like that. And to lose one of the the, the most I, I don't I know I throw the word legendary around a lot here when I talk about old places. But is there a more is there a school more associated with South Jackson than Wingfield and Forest Hill? No, you know? I mean I can't think of one. And uh, you know, last time I was over there was about um, I guess uh, ten years ago. Do you remember when that young girl got killed at the bus stop in front of Wingfield? Yeah, you know, we, we were prosecuting that, and uh, and you, I mean, it's just it's significantly declined. Oh yeah, in those I years. Mean, I'm not saying that it shouldn't be closed. I'm just saying it's sad that it's gotten so bad. That it has to be closed. Yeah. Again, if you can tell me anything this administration has done positive, I'd love to hear it. I'd love to hear crickets. It. You know, <laughs> and, crickets. and 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 ironically, this merging of all the schools and closing them may be the only positive thing they've done. But it's only because the budget is the is in the situation it's in. We got to take our break. Yep. This is the Clay Edwards Show with Sean Yorkron. We'll be right back here at 8.07 after the top of the hour news. Callers, call back. We will take your calls in the next hour. Stay safe. Peace. See you shortly. This is the Clay Edwards Show with Sean Yorkron here on 103.9 FM WYAB. Real quick, this segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Gracie South, Jiu-Jitsu and Kickboxing. Guys, look, first week's going to be free. Then after that, if you mentioned that you heard it here on the Clay Edwards Show, you're going to get 20% off of your membership and all of that good stuff and whatnot moving forward. Adult Jiu-Jitsu classes taught by Hoist Gracie Black Belt, my friend and yours, Mr. Chance Shepard. Women's only self-defense classes taught by a female in a no-male intimidation atmosphere. So, Sean, no being a creep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, sounds uh, good. Uh, they got a fit, fitness kickboxing, a great non-monotonous workout. If you, it beats the heck out of running on a treadmill, and you kind of learn how to learn how to fight a little bit, learn to defend yourself a little bit. I love kickboxing. I love watching kickboxing. Is I wish it was more popular uh, globally. I mean, not here in America, like it is globally. Mm-hmm. But um, kickboxing's available, and of course, children's jujitsu classes help teach them discipline. And a little bully prevention. I think that's what the world needs. We need to get back to punching. Actually, I think we need to get back to being bullies. You know, <laughs> but uh, we also need to punch them in the face. Everybody needs to learn. I think the cycle of being a bully and being bullied are actually healthy for people because it teaches you. You know, it, it thickens your skin up a little sure. bit. And uh, if you're going to be the bully, it teaches you. Uh, do you, you better like be getting, the bully. You <laughs> better, yeah. You, do you like getting punched in the face? 
Because you, you better get used to it. Welcome to the NFL kind of moment. Right? Yeah, That's absolutely. I mean, if you're going to talk the talk, walk the walk. So uh, get out there to Gracie South Jiu-Jitsu and Kickboxing. they got two locations to serve you. One in Madison, one in Pearl, GracieSouth.com. Of course, follow them on Facebook, too. Gracie South Jiu-Jitsu and Kickboxing. Let's take a call real quick. Sure. Hey, you're on there. Hey, Clay. How you doing? Hey, Derek. How are you? Hey, man, you, you kind of went into some Cobra Kai vibe right there. That's what Johnny Lawrence told his kids in season one. He said, he said, he said you've been avoiding fights and, and injuries all your life. He said, you know, everybody at the end of the day is going to take a punch in the face. And he told the girl to unflinch this group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love I love that show, man. I love it's, it's finally a good show with no political under-narrative or nothing. It's just a good show. And Johnny said the best thing in season one, he said, he said, that stuff you're teaching, is that MMA way? He said, no, it's karate, good old-fashioned karate, something your pansy generation definitely needs. Yeah, like I said, you got Cobra Kai vibes going on this morning, uh, Clay. Well, I'll take, that, I'll, I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Hey, I just wanted to say real quick, Citizens of Jackson, y'all happy? Are you happy? Now, you got duped out of this, what was it, $50 million school bond? And where's the, where's the dividends? Where's the benefits? Why ain't y'all down there in the droves? in committees, angry, wanting to see some um, receipts, want to see what they're doing with the money. Because it's just like that time during the winter when they, after they had gotten duped you all out of that bond, they had cotton-picking space heaters in the hallway. So where is that money going? It's a great My question. only hope, Clay, is that those schools that are closing down, somebody, they stop fighting against charter schools and let them do something with them. Defund the police, my butt. Defund, defund the public school, the school system. Start taking away all this money you're handing out to them because obviously they're terrible stewards of it. And yeah. I'm gonna say this, and I don't care who gets offended, um, Clay. That's what you get for one want, want a, uh, wanting a um, mentally confused sissy running your school. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's it's, it's blaringly obvious that 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 man's um, it, it ain't all there, you know. No. So. No. All if right. you need a case for that 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 LGBTQ is a, is a, is a extension of mental illness, look no further. Yep. Look no further, <laughs> brother. You have a good weekend. Hey, you too. God bless you. Let's take one more call here. Okay. Hey, you're on there. Hello. I'm just trying to get through to you. I can't seem to get you on the computer this morning. Oh well, we're we're here. I'm sorry. But okay, thank you. Hey, well, what are you trying? You trying to get the? Uh, you trying to talk to us, or are you trying to? Uh, I'm just trying to get the right to get this station. It will come up this morning. Oh, w, go to wyb. dot com and hit the listen live. Oh uh, well, I, oh, okay, thanks. Bye bye. Uh, uh, hmm. I assume that's what you wanted, wanted out of that. <laughs> yeah, Darren makes a great point. I'm waiting for someone to call in when they place it to go order. That'd be the best. <laughs> I never know. Uh, well, I heard you talking about uh, pizza on there. I thought <laughs> yeah. this was a pizza place. I'll take large with pineapple. All right, so Set it to reunion. Let's uh, <laughs> yeah. let's let's reset. You know, if you if you all just tuning in, we ended the first hour talking about this consolidation and closing of up to sixteen different Jackson public schools. And you know, Derek calls in and mentions the uh, the bond money and just what disrepair the schools are in, and the fact that the the guy who runs it, you know, is LGBTQ, and there's a lot of people who, you know, think that somebody LGBTQ should not be uh, in an influential position with children. I guess the superintendent. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to be honest. Y'all know I, I have my stance on all that stuff. That's something that, it, again, in your personal life, what you want to do, 
that's on you. You know, if you leave your personal life at home, don't bring your LGBTQ stuff to school. But on the same token, don't bring your your white, uh, not white, uh, for whatever reason, I always associate white people with being swingers. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say your white swinger stuff, but don't, yeah. bring, don't bring your swinger and kink stuff and BDSM and all that if you're straight to school either. D- did you see that? Uh, speaking keep of that. Your, keep your personal love life away from the school. That teacher that I just saw that on WLBT a couple of days ago that they fired yeah. because she had an OnlyFans account. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, I, it, it didn't seem like I was wondering like why did they fire? Like it wasn't like she was promoting the OnlyFans at the school. Yeah, like it's a it's don't you have to pay to no, get look, into the thing? I mean, I, don't, I mentioned that uh, I had Lindsay on here one time talking about all this porn and school books and all this stuff, and mm-hmm. I I just put her on the spot and was like, hey, I don't think. The teachers should be fired for having only fans. I don't think so either. What does that yeah. have to do with the school? Like, if it happens away from school and she's not promoting it at school, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm a free speech guy. Mm-hmm. You know, that's free speech to me. I mean, now, of course, there's not freedom from consequences, and depending on the contracts you sign with your school, I get it. I'm just saying, it, the kids will never know if the parents don't know. Yeah, I mean. And if the parents know, how do y'all know? <laughs> That's exactly right. Like, how do they, how do they do? I mean, you know, or just like the, uh, what's it, the movie Varsity Blues when they all go to the strip club and the teachers at the, it's the yeah. stripper, you know, I mean, they know because they went to the strip club. That's all they know. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm not saying I encourage it. I'm just saying that it goes back to what I was just saying about the superintendent potentially allegedly being LGBTQ yeah. or whatever. I don't, that doesn't bother me, but I also just leave your personal life at the door when you walk out of it and, Go to school, be school. Don't be pushing agendas and narratives and all this other stuff, which I'm sure they're doing because Democrat and they love their narratives and agendas. The um, you know, the, grooming. I'm sorry, I'm stuck on this OnlyFans thing. You know, she was making ten thousand dollars a month, and then I was like, well, why did you just quit? Just should have quit the teaching gig and devoted more, put more energy in your OnlyFans account. You could have made even more money, but now she's making more money because she got fired. Well, yeah, now, and that seems to be a. Uh, this is the modern day version of celebrities releasing sex tapes. Yeah, and that's a good way to put it in. Yep. Sex tapes. It's a teacher with the only because we're all like yeah. everybody's got that. I don't. I want to put this like wow, that's cool that the teacher did that kind of mentality. You know, yeah, I think it's called a fetish. Huh? Fetish. Okay, I'm gonna say. I didn't know if I could say on the radio. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. was like oh, I should have hooked up with my teacher or whatever. And so <laughs> that's why I think people. That's why it makes news so much. <laughs> I mean, I mean, let's just be honest. That's why. That's why it's popular. All right, let's uh. Let's circle the wagons here. <laughs> get back to these schools closing. You know, maybe they can get some of these teachers to start OnlyFans here and fund supplement, the schools. Supplement the JPS fund budget. The I mean, like they're just you know. <laughs> I mean, apparently, I mean that girl was making a ton of money. So, so uh, unknown texture here says it's bad. They're closing more schools. Kids are already fighting enough. You know, that is an interesting concept that I or an interesting idea that I was I thought of too. Is a lot of these schools have big rivalries. You know, you start mer- like who are they going to merge Wingfield with? But I guess some will go to Forest Hill, mm-hmm. some will go to which one's which one is that across the street from Westland Plaza? Is that Provine? Provine. Yeah, and then I get maybe some will end up at Murrah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, so, that's pretty far right, from if you're going if, from Wingfield. Yeah, that's a well, good I guess distance. In, you know, depending on what the bus situation is, but yeah. Again, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess maybe maybe Forest Hill. I guess you got to look at them. Who's got the attendance? Who doesn't? Yeah, I guess how they're going to weigh that out. I mean, I didn't realize that. I mean, you you grew up in South Jackson. Where Forest Hill and Wingfield were the big high schools there then in the nineties, right? Yeah. I mean, which one was bigger? Do you recall? Or? In my mind, oh, Forest Hill. Forest. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying it had more attendance, mm-hmm. but it was by far the bigger 
facility. I gotcha. And I gotcha. I remember, you know, people – I met more people back then that were still at Forest Hill before, you know, everybody kind of started moving out of South Jackson. So maybe that's that's why Wingfield, it's Wingfield was the first to go, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and then you had Forest Hill was left, and yeah, it was kind of the last to, to fall there. Um, and like I said before, you know, about you know, I guess maybe it's a little less than ten years ago. We were out there, and that girl was at the bus stop and got shot. On a, I don't know if it was a altercation with some other people, but she was kind of an innocent bystander. And um, another here, there was another murder that was not personal because she was, didn't know these guys and just got hit by a stray bullet. Um, and that probably wouldn't happen if there was, you know, more, I think more law enforcement out there. But the um, the uh, yeah, so I mean, I think there was stuff going on in that neighborhood that had been pretty rough for a long time over by Wingfield. And um, it, and I grew up over there right across the street on Castile Drive, mm-hmm. right across Raymond Road, kind of up and down about a tenth of a mile. But yeah. Shady Lane, Raymond Road, all that. I mean, I went to Wilkins Elementary School, which is right behind Wingfield, rode my bike over there and stuff back in the day. I mean, other than bad drivers, it was always still a safe area. I mean, it was really nice homes over there. But you could, you could still see it when I was the last time. Again, this is now, I guess, been close to a decade ago. But even when we were investigating that case, like, I'd go, those houses around Wingfield are not bad shape. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's you could tell one time it was really a nicer place to live. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting. I, I, of course, I haven't dove into the numbers of how many kids are at what school and how this works out on a per-head deal. Mm-hmm. But Jackson Public Schools get more money per head than any other school district in the state. So I'm trying to understand kind of where this where their where their shortfalls are coming. Well, we just had a bond issue. I don't know. Was it maybe four years ago? Yeah. Another one, and that's where they kind of like lied to us. They said, "Well, your rate's not going to go up. Military rate's not going to go up." But uh, it, well, it was it will it did. It actually, I remember Kingfish at the time wrote an article about this. It was supposed to set to go down. And they just, it was just a continuation. So we signed another bond. I actually voted against that bond. Sounds like, you know, but then the reason was because it, I didn't feel like it was going to go to the kids. I feel like it was going to go to the administration because that's yeah. what happens. I feel like and, you, I feel like you were correct. You know, I mean, I think that's, I just, I was remember debating that with my neighbors at the time. And it's not like I, I'm not in favor of public schools. Obviously I am, but the way they're managing them in Jackson, it's, it goes, it's so, it's so top heavy over there. Of course and, it is. You know, somebody I know was in the JPS offices doing some work a while back. Yeah, we talked about this. Yep. And so they, every every office is as plush as you've ever seen. You know, the biggest flat screen TVs you can <laughs> yeah. possibly have. And I know you can get flat screens cheap, but he's like plush velour, just high end couches and yep. furniture and this and because they're not spending the money Mm-mm. on the things they need to be spending on. These are folks they need to have a wood desk, just like the teachers, in my opinion, yep. a computer, and that's that. You know. Meanwhile, these kids are having to deal with these terrible facilities. These teachers that can barely speak the English language themselves. And we nobody go, wants to work there. That's it. I mean, you've probably yeah. met. I've met a lot of teachers, former JPS teachers. God, that would I'm you? Friends with. I mean, it, uh, the stories I hear are just horrid. I mean, let's just be honest. There's a lot of these kids that, that, that whose parents ain't ain't stable, ain't there. That's the that's this the is problem. Just, this is daycare for their parents, mm-hmm. not not school. Yeah. And I mean, I heard it's just a really tough environment to try to, yeah. you know, that's why like a lot of people I met that would take that job right out of college or whatever when they're first starting their teaching career, and, uh, and then like one year and they're like, that's it. Yeah, I, mean, they I can't do it anymore. They don't get any discipline. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, I, I say I hate thinking, I hate making things about race, but let's do that for a second. Can you imagine being a, a, a white teacher trying to discipline a young black child in this environment mm-hmm. now? And they say, you know, you can't talk to my kid like that. Could be. It, it, everything turns into race. And I'm just, it's got to be an absolute unmitigated disaster. And that goes back to the leadership. 
You know, when you preach that everything that's wrong with somebody, all their ills in life are because they're black, not because they didn't set themselves up for success, you know, the, you're going to have these type of situations. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, I guess, obviously, I don't know. There was one time when we moved to Mississippi, I remember you could do corporal punishment still. That's changed, hasn't it? I think someone told me that. Yeah, oh, yeah. They don't do that anymore. And, I mean, until, like, it came here in the 1950s, this is the 90s, that you would still do that. Remember, so, like, they're not doing, at least they're not doing that. I could see that really being a big problem, though, down the line. You know, my sure. dad was actually a middle school teacher after college in, in Miami, and uh, he, uh, he he attempted that strategy, even though it wasn't legal there, and he, some kid called him the name and he backhanded him and that was kind of ended his teaching career real quick so. <laughs> let's take a call real quick hey you're on there hey clay hey Sean, it's ready teddy man How hey doing? man what's up hey teddy man can i give a plug to one of your sponsors that's totally unrelated to what you are talking about right now oh, i already know tab benoit tonight at martin's did i get man, it? did i get it right you got it right no i'm gonna tell you why that this is the smallest, most intimate venue where you can see Tab Benoit. And I, th- I talked to Tab last time he was there, and I, what I did is I thanked him for, you know, coming through Jackson. And he said, lo- uh, Martin said, loyal to him. So he's going to always be with Martins and play every time they ask him to. And that's, right now that's twice a year. And for Martins to get a Grammy-nominated artist twice a year is, is, a, is a pretty big deal. But anyway, yep. I just want to let y'all know that's where I'll be tonight, man. And if anybody else wants to come out to Martins, have a good time. Hey. And, and see some great music. Yeah, we'll, we'll I'll get a proper plug in here shortly. Hey, real quick, I saw you're gonna you're gonna be bowling peanuts tomorrow night, delivering Sunday. That's correct. You want to give your number up? Yeah, six zero one four two one seven eight three six. I hit Richland, Florence, Pearl, Brandon, Reservoir, Richland, Madison. I, 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 I am my I am my day in Jackson Sunday afternoon. If you guys want the best bowl peanuts you'll ever eat. Get get in touch with Ready Teddy. If you uh, if you need his number, just holler at me. I'll give it to you. Teddy, have a blessed one, brother. Thank y'all, man. Yep. Yeah, best best bowl peanuts you'll ever he, eat. He brought me some too one day, and yeah. they're great. They're really and, good. And, and, good job. And he delivers. So if you need yeah. Teddy's number, holler at me. I'll shoot it to you. Let's take a break real quick. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. Well, you guys heard Teddy, Ready Teddy, Peanut Man Teddy. You heard him talking about it tonight, Martin's downtown. You got Tab Benoit, Grammy-nominated artist, going to be down there. I know it's Teddy's favorite. He goes and sees him every time. Should be a packed house. And, hey, it's also ribeye steak night down there at Martin's. So go by, get one of the best steaks in town at one of the coolest bars in town, and listen to one of – the best musicians out there tonight. I think it's free to get into a certain time for dinner and all that. So if you just want to go eat, you ain't got to pay a cover to go eat. And then uh, I think they'll reset it and then you pay to get in after a certain hour. But they got the big patio out there. Going to be nice. Weather's feeling good outside. The fair's in town. Just go make a night out of the downtown area there from Martin's to the fair and back to Martin's. And don't forget tomorrow night, my good friend, you heard him here on the show yesterday, Storage 24. With special guests, Love to Hate, will be live at Martin's Downtown, an actual hard rock show in Jackson at a bar. You ain't been able to say that in about 10 years. So get down to Martin's. Actually, I know they have already played Martin's once, but other than them, for the most part, you ain't been able to say that in about 10 years. So, Dude, you know the high tomorrow is 72 degrees? I'm so excited. I mean, and the low is 41. I just pulled up the weather app. I'm so I'm like, excited. That's incredible. You know, I sleep in my house on 61. 
So <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, mine's down pretty low too. So I ho- hopefully, I can save a little money on my dang air conditioning bill. Yeah, because it's been running. I mean, it's been running this whole time. It's 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 tomorrow shutoff day. You think? Is what you think tomorrow's going to be AC shutoff day? I don't know. Hmm. Well, maybe in the morning. Yeah, maybe in the morning. Uh, let's see here. Let's read a couple texts real quick, and we're going to shift gears from the JPS stuff. A lot of people have asked him for Teddy's number. Again, I'll shoot that to y'all if y'all want some peanuts. Let me know. Reagan can says Doctor Canada took corporal punishment out of JPS, and violence has gotten worse and worse ever since suspension. To lazy you on Highway 18 was never a better option to immediate Southern pain. Um, not quite sure what all, what the end of that meant, but yeah, the corporal punishment was a good thing. It teaches you accountability. It's like man. If I act up, I'm going to get my butt toe up. Mm-hmm. And when there's no consequences or if there's no repercussions for your consequences, you're just going to – and we, we see this go on and on through life with folks in Jackson. You take beating out of schools and boom. Next thing you know, people out robbing, stealing, and killing. And then you have a weakened police department, a weakened, a weakened criminal justice system. And there's just never – the people go through this whole life. Sean – What's what Sean, GPS commissioner, Sean uh, Tindall. Tindall yeah. Sean Tindall said it when he went to Stokes' uh, town hall meeting over the Capitol Police and all that. He said there's a whole group of Jacksonians who have never gone th- who have gone through their entire life without any real policing. Mm-hmm. And he hit the nail on the head, and that starts in school with the removal of corporal punishment to parents not being in the homes, um, beating their kids like they should. And then with police not being able to do their jobs. So it's time for a rude awakening for a bunch of people. And I always thought corporal punishment was a good deal. I remember we, uh, the couple times I, I endured it uh, the, uh, because like, you didn't get suspended. I think you, got, you just got a choice. Do you remember that? You could take the suspension or the – it was like, all right, just pull out the paddle, man. Because, yeah. I mean, it's better than you – know, for your grade consequences, of course. It and, uh, ISS, suspension, or home. You could get the paddle and ISS or you could get suspended and your parents have to know. Yeah, that's what it was, right? Yeah. I always took the beating, man, because yeah. that was just easier. Yeah. I feel like – I'm not always – I think it happened like three times, maybe four. Okay, it's five. But but something like that. Something uh, like that. Josh texted in on the Guns and Gear text line says, I was delivering some FedEx packages by Forest Hill and Wingfield on Tuesday. Forest Hill don't look bad, but Wingfield was looking bad. The roads were horrible. Glad I took my truck. Needed help finding an address. Asked a man working in his yard. The people I talked to seemed nice and helpful. The address I had to deliver to was a 140 number. In between 126 and a 132. That is weird. It goes numbered on the street. I don't know how that works. Oh, you're talking about the, st- the street numbers? Yeah. Well, on the houses? That was something funny that he brings that up. So my first, I remember the first year I was working in the DA's office, we were out with one of my investigators looking for houses over in the Queens neighborhood, if anybody knows where that is. I know you do, Clay. But, and, uh, well, there's not house numbers on a lot of the houses. And so I, I told uh, I told my investigator, Tom, I was like, why is there like so many? Because it wasn't just one house; it was a lot of houses that didn't have a house number. And this is around 2007 or something. And he said, uh, "He said, well, that's what happens in a lot of these neighborhoods. People like take their house numbers as like it's kind of like their tagline almost, or their brand. You know, their brand. That's a better way of saying it. Like they take their house numbers, so it's hard to find people's houses because they take them off the house and they keep them." So I didn't. I mean, I was like, okay, I didn't. I never even thought that that was something. But that's what it's very common. It's a very common thing. So, like, 
you know, most people use the area code. Like, I'm a little 601 Uzi <clears throat> Pump. Yeah. You know, but now it's just like, I could just be like 246. Oh, and this is like 16 years ago. And then, and then, and then of course, over the years, once I kept on doing that, I know every, I just kind of got accustomed to it where it'd be, it's hard to find a house because all the numbers were gone. That's, yeah, it's very common. And, and I'm, I'm guessing folks down in the Queens ain't getting their curb address painted on fresh. And there wasn't any on the curb. That's, yeah, that was none on the curb. So you kind of had to just figure it out. Piece it together, which if which was the right number, it really was really confusing. Um, I, I, let's shift gears here. Uh, again, Jackson Public Schools. Jack, I, I, hopefully, it's a good move. We'll see. Uh, something tells me if they're doing it, it probably ain't. Can we just close down City Hall and give the money to Wingfield and keep it open? I guess yeah, we'll just <laughs> what it takes to operate that place. Kick, you know, kick some of the uh, some of the overpaid. Overpaid um, stooges with their degrees out of the Lumumba administration. Yeah, put it put it back in the schools. You know, Chokeway has to part time as a teacher or something, right? It's, it's not really doing it as much as mayor. He just goes over there and teaches a couple classes. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe that's a bad idea. <laughs> like, actually, take that back. All right, let's see. Um, so you know, I've been talking a lot about this female rapper, Sexy Red. Yeah, I just and found just, out who she was on Wednesday when you brought it up, and just what a trash bag she is. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I you know at some point I've got to quit. Ju- well, this, this doesn't mean she ain't a trash bag, but I've got to quit judging a book by its cover. Okay, Sexy Red says she wants Donald Trump back in office as president. Says the hood loves him. So you know what? <laughs> there you go. I got to retract all the nasty things I've said about Sexy Red. She's got some very uh, vulgar lipstick colors and flavors available. Um, I'm I'm now. Sexy Red's biggest fan. She had a sex tape come out this week too. I, I I haven't watched it yet. Yet, yet, yet. But I mean, I got to be. A, she, we, we, we're on the same team. I mean, she's supporting Trump. I got to support her. Yeah, I mean, is that going to be? Well, I guess you need to use a VPN these days since I mean, it's banned in Mississippi. I'm a. I'm gonna use the liberal. The liberal thinking. You know, you can't. You, you got to like all of it or none of it. So yeah, I, I got to be all in. That's what they were talking about. I was telling, telling you the break. I was listening. to ppd podcast everybody uh clay is shoots me so many different podcasts i've like learned a whole new world of stuff so anyway there's one i really like ppd and that's what they were talking about yesterday how bill maher says that you know you can't um you can hate trump but you can't hate the trump voter that's kind of like his way Mm -hmm. of saying that so i think that's you know that's true it's funny that you bring up sexy red so a friend of mine and i were talking the other day and he's a he's a black lawyer and and we, we got it. He's kind of turns in the show and he says, uh, I mean, you know, he's like, the you know, because of Turk, he's like, you know, Turk, you know, I love Trump. You know, I'm going out there voting Trump. And you know, he's not a guy you'd think, uh, if you saw him, you're like, that guy's a Trump voter. Like, no, I mean, so you can't judge a book by its cover at all. No, you know, and I think it's interesting. And I, I mean, look, there's, there's going to be that, there's going to be that block of, um, 40 plus year old black guys that hate Trump. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they just, they just brainwash into Trump's, Trump, Trump's evil. He represents everything they hate. Yeah, but I also think there's this younger demographic of, of black folks who see what the government's doing to Trump. Yeah, well, that that's a big that is you know that's a, you know that's an interesting thing you bring up. So check this out. So I went to Martin's, of course. Everybody knows I go there this weekend, and I met a guy, and we were talking about politics. He was like in his late fifties, a uh, white guy who was a, uh, a he was an IT tech, right? Good job, like, smart guy. And he was saying, you know, that he in 2016 he was kind of on the fence between Hillary and Trump. And he ended up voting, I think, third party. But over the years, he started to like Trump. And then now he's just died in the wool of it. And he, he wasn't like some radical, like we always call, you always call them normies. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say he was a normie, but he was, he wasn't like, like he wasn't sitting there saying, I believe in, no, you know. I, I'm going to tell you what, anybody that votes third party ain't a normie. 
Yeah, yeah, not a normie. I guess that's the right yeah, word. They, but... they are, they are just a non-committal mm-hmm. uh, p- political addict. Yeah, I mean, he's but he had actually he had told me he had voted for Barack Obama before that, okay, yeah. twice. And I hear this from a lot of people. And so he, um, he said, yeah. And then he's like, you know, but then um, he voted for Trump in 2020. And what he said was, he's like, now, you know, he's even more adamant to vote for Trump. And what his point was, he's like, this is just not, this is looking un-American to me, the way this gang up. I think there's a lot of people that kind of feel that way, regardless of race. So that's where mm-hmm. we started this conversation, that do feel that way. And my friend, the black lawyer I was telling you about, I mean, he's, his point is kind of that, what you're, this what we're talking about now. Yeah. And then um, he says, he's also like, what has the Democratic Party done for me? So I was like, that was an interesting perspective. You know, I didn't, I didn't expect that from him, but. Boy, he better be careful asking that question. I have his butt snatched back onto the plantation. Well, I'm so obviously quick, not uh, saying his name. He's a good yeah, buddy of he mine. Better, he better be careful. He better not say that out loud. They'll, uh, they'll have him railroaded up quick. All right, look, let's take a break real quick. Come back, try to keep this hour on schedule. These conversations get to flowing sometimes. I just don't want to go to commercial break. But, uh, hey, we got to pay the bills. So we'll be right back with Sean Yorkron on the Clay Edwards Show. All right, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. All right, guys, uh, Stonington Farm, get your order in now. Go to Stonington Farm, that's Stonington with two N's, dot com. Grass-fed, 100% grass-fed, 100% grass-finished, locally sourced beef right here in Mississippi. No mRNA, no antibiotics, no steroids added. Unlike me, I got them steroids added. I'm kidding. Not really, got that testosterone. Anyway. If you're if you're if you're health minded, health conscious, you want to be careful what you put in your body. Starts with what you eat, my friends. Stonington Farms has got you covered with the grass fed difference. Check them out. Get your order in. They deliver up here once a month, and it will get you taken care of. I recommend the ground beef and the steaks, and of course they have plenty of others. You can get everything from one pound of hamburger meat to one ribeye steak to a whole cow. There is no minimum or maximum, but just get your order in with enough leeway, enough time, they can get it all together for you. You'll go to stoningtonfarm.com, you'll click view our cuts, and then you'll give Miss Katie Stonington a call after you've figured out what fits best for your budget. She'll put your order together, and boom, it's just that easy. Again, they come up here once a month, and they'll get your order delivered to one of their three uh, centrally located meeting spots. That's Stonington Farm. Let's take a call real quick. Hey, you're on there. Hey, Clay. Hey, Sean. Hey. Enjoying the show this morning. Thank you. Um, Clay, one question. Uh, I, I got to reboot one thing that you just said. It's hard for white kid, or white teachers to teach blacks. Well, my, I, wife, my wife and son are both teachers, and it goes both ways. So they catch holy hell trying to you know, you know, teach you know, the Caucasian kids, as you know, so it's both. That's the yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, I'm glad you said that. Yeah, and that I, I was just telling Sean off the air, I said, sometimes I say these things and we have to go to break and I don't get a chance to, to, to let them breathe through and actually have the whole conversation. And I was saying that's one of the things I hate about the, the kind of the short form format with, these, with this. But, yeah, 100% correct. I guess I was just really talking about Jackson Public Schools in particular and just knowing some of the – stories i've heard from teachers and and really more so than just teaching it was more so than it was more the disciplining side that that i was talking about but yeah you're 100 percent correct okay keep the show going man i love it appreciate it thank you brother yeah i'm I'm glad he glad he called and said that because sometimes i get in a little uh i get a little tunnel vision 
and just uh, and say and say that kind of stuff. And I, I do I do think it's true, but I think what he said is true too. Yeah, no, I think he's absolutely right. Um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's it's got to be tough on it's just tough on everybody, man. I mean, being a teacher, God bless him. I don't yeah. know how anybody does that job. Like that just seems like I mean, it's it's just got to be a really really hard thing to do. Sitting with those kids all day, I'd lose my mind. I'm not kidding. I think I'd lose my mind. <laughs> just starting OnlyFans. Yeah, I mean, I'm just because I mean, you can't like it's not like us like where we can go out and you know go get some coffee or do whatever. Like they're with these kids all day. No, I'm not. No, sorry, they're better people than me. Yeah, it, it's, it's got to be tough, man. I, I I respect the heck out of what a lot of these teachers do, and a lot of teachers got mad at me last year when I when I get on these rants about the LGBTQ agenda getting pushed into school by these crazy teachers. Mm-hmm. They're like, we're not all like that. I was like, I know. Trust me. If you know you're not one of these nut jobs, I am not talking to you. It's just like just like all the uh, the dancing TikTok nurses during COVID and all that stuff. The wear the damn mask, get the damn vaccine nurses and, and medical people. I know there's good people in all those fields, too. And if you're one of them, you know I'm not talking to you. If you're not a crazy communist, you know I'm not talking to you. You know, mm-hmm. there's just a – and, and, and uh, to go back to what the, the point about the, the, the race stuff there, mm-hmm. I, I mentioned that because I, I was talking about how this administration blames everything on race. And this administration is in charge of of the superintendent. Sure. And when you when when you beat it into kids' brains from an early age that any anything that's not right about their life is because of the color of their skin, it's got to make teaching, you know, uh, it's got to make it hard on a white teacher having to try to discipline or uh, and educate some of these black kids. And again, I'm not talking about all black kids by no stretch of the imagination here, but I'm talking about certain ones from certain home environments that are very toxic. Yeah. And, and it's got to, and, and, and he made the point. And on the flip side, I'm sure, I'm sure there's some racist white people mm-hmm. that are teaching their kids hate. Yeah. And they're going to school and their teacher's black and I ain't got to learn from no black, blah, 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 blah. I'm betting, yeah. I, I know that's going on too. Yeah. You know, but it was, it was in a, it was in the context of a conversation about JPS where it's the other way around more times than not. Sure. Sure. Yeah. That would tell, I mean, so yeah, I mean, I, and neither one are right. No, God bless you, teachers, man. I tell you what, again, so. like I'd go with OnlyFans, but that's <laughs> <me>. <laughs> oh, all right, let's see here. What do we want to hit, Sean? You want to hit uh, the submarine drama? You got anything you want to hit? We, okay. Well, first thing I wanted you, you just brought up testosterone for a moment, and I just wanted to say this because I wasn't on with you yesterday. But that call you had was—I mean, I may have—I spit out my coffee. It was it, it was fantastic. Like Buddy just sold testosterone to the entire city of Jackson. Like, oh, I think he just did. That was like the best because you know I think when we're uh, you, you get you know in your forties and stuff, you're like, how long is this gonna? You know, you know what I'm trying to say. You're like, before, like I'm gonna keep on going with this anyway. And uh, so hearing Buddy talking about like he's he's happy at 75. No, everybody knows what I mean. I was like, you go, Buddy. <laughs> like yeah, you go, man. Buddy. I mean, like that's what I want to be. He said he, he said he gained 25 pounds of basically muscle. If five percent body fat, you gain 25 pounds. It's mostly all muscle. Yeah. He said his wife said his back was shredded and looking great, and mm-hmm. everybody was happy on the other end of things. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like that's a good you know. Buddy seemed like a happy man. Said he's so. sleeping better the whole nine yards. And look, I mean. Uh, he gets his from his personal physician. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even a plug for Men's Health of Mississippi, but you can still get the same results at Men's Health <laughs> of Mississippi. Have a look. You guys keep sending me your screenshots. Check them out online. Start making your appointment there, menshealthms.com. Go see the good folks over there. Um, but anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt on that one. No, I just thought no, it was – I love that. I laughed for so long after that. Um, yeah, I guess, yeah, we, we did talk about – 
Trump and the yellow submarine, right? Was that what it was? Well, it was a yellow submarine. I know, I'm just joking. Oh, yeah, gotcha. yeah, but... Uh, well, I mean, I, really, it's kind of a no... It's kind of a non-starter for me. It's so clay. I really read into this last night. It's really stupid. And here's what I mean. So Trump, tell people, tell people what we're talking about. So Trump apparently disclosed our, you know, the capabilities of our nuclear submarines to an Australian businessman, this guy named Pratt, I think it was. That's also as, as a, a member, member of, of Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, and they had apparently, when he was president, had a discussion about subs or something. And so this guy was at Mar-a-Lago. And he wanted to talk to Trump, so he said, oh, I'm going to bring up subs. He also, I think, was kind of trying to negotiate a deal for the Australian government to buy our nuclear subs, buy some nuclear subs. So Trump was kind of like, when they were asking about this Australian businessman, who owns like a cardboard company, I think, was telling Trump, like, yeah, you know, our government may want to buy these subs. And Trump was like, yeah, you know, um, yeah, you know what they can do. They got these, you know, this many nuclear warheads, and we go, they can go this close to Russian subs and not be detected. He basically was acting like a car salesman, which I thought was kind of funny. He was like, he said, yeah, you want to get you a great deal in Ohio class. Air blows cold. You know, I mean, like, yeah. that's, that's the way. And then Biden sells the subs to Australia. So I was like, well, it sounds like Trump kind of helped you out. I mean, that's what it kind of came across to me as well, and then, reading this story. And then one of the guys came out and said, we already know all the stuff about the subs. Our soldiers serve side by side on them yeah. and go through all the same training. and everything. They already know all this stuff. This is really a non- Non thing. It here. really, it really was a non story. I mean, and I just, I thought this was like kind of silly. I'm like, so Trump helped Biden sell a bunch of subs to the Australians. I mean, that's the story. I, I just, I don't know. I thought it was so funny because the headline would make you think Trump gave nuclear uh, sub secrets to the Australians. By the way, the big enemy. I mean, was you know, what is the uh, Liam Neeson going to kill us all? I mean, I just, it yeah. doesn't. I mean, that's what I, I, said. I don't even know if he's Australian, but I just assumed his name is Liam. Yeah, you know, I made a video about it last night, and like about a three-minute video I threw on TikTok, and I just said, "Man, I said, really, our our big our big enemy, Russia, uh, Australia." <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, you, you know, know I would have felt differently if it was a Russian, obviously, but the, the Australians. I mean, I'm like, okay, you know, the Hemsworth kids are going to come over here and just murder us with nuclear subs or something. What are they going to do? Make us watch Australian rules football? Yeah, I'm trying to think about famous Australian people off the top of my head. I mean, there's a bunch of them. Force me to eat blooming onions all day? But the, the story, the, the way, the interaction, because I, I read the New York Times article, which actually was pretty fair, I thought, and then it linked to the ABC News, and the interaction between this businessman and Trump was just hysterical because it wasn't like he was like, you know, Trump was like, let me tell you the nuclear secrets so you can give them away. It was just, it was like he was selling the subs to Australia. That's what I just loved about the story that much. Absolutely. I mean. All right. Let's, uh, so we ain't got but a minute or so left in this uh, segment. I just, we'll read a couple text messages. How about that? Okay. Guns and Gear text line. Ty says, Sexy Red also exposed her own sex tape on her Instagram story. It was horrific. He said, when I was in JPS, the white teachers were bullied just as much as the white students. And uh, Ty's younger, so he came up, you know, kind of after all the white flighted had taken place there. All right, well, I thought we had more texts. Or maybe I've read them. Let's see here. Uh, somebody grew up on the same street as me. They heard me talking about Castile Drive. So I grew up on Castile Drive. All right, let's take a break, come back, land the plane for the day. This is the Clay Edwards Show with Sean Yurkron. We'll be right back. So Sean, shift gears real quick yep. to, land the, to land the plane for the day. What do you make of the Biden administration saying they're going to build a wall? I mean, and then apparently they backtracked that some today, but they're still building a wall. I mean, just um, I guess it makes me think like how stupid politics is. And I don't mean it's just on 
Biden or Trump. Or, but, I mean, it's like one person comes up with an idea, and this was Trump's thing, the wall. We all know that. And then, like, nobody else could do it because they've trashed that idea so bad that maybe it was a good idea. I don't know. I'm not saying I think the wall was a good idea or it was a bad idea. I don't know. I honestly don't know the what the potential statistics of reduced immigration would have been or were not. I'm just saying it's like – some you know it's just funny how we're like you've made fun of something so much and then you realize hey maybe we need to do it and, and then they and, gotta like backtrack yeah well and, and and now it's only because all the blue city mayors and governors and stuff are raising all the hell mm-hmm. about about the migrants and now what they'll do is when they start building this wall coming up on the campaign they'll say and Joe Biden fix the border situation the border crisis. Uh, none of it matters, man. They are still flying these folks in by air, land, and sea, planes, trains, automobiles. Digging their you know, the tunneling system yeah. that they've been. Yeah, I mean, well, the go- tunnels hell. The government's complicit in bringing these people across the border. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? So as long as you're still doing that, you mm. can build a wall up to the heavens. Yeah, I mean, what it we, ain't going to matter. And we actually, you know, that was what was in the house. Was a there's a there's massive bipartisan support for border control, and they yeah. had that bill written up. I know that's ended now with. Cars are being gone, but I mean, there is massive. Oh, sorry. Go All right. No, got to go. Appreciate you, Sean. Great show. Podcast to be available here shortly. Jim Thorne coming up next. I will see y'all back here Monday morning, 7 a.m. on WYAB. All right. You there, John? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I couldn't get Mississippi. I, I, my laptop was out of date with some of the firewall protection and stuff, and I didn't know how to modify that, so I don't have well, that. Well, that makes two of us then, because <laughs> I couldn't need it. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, uh, I was thinking maybe starting off with uh, Down to the Levee. Would that work for you? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Let's see. Can you hear this? Let's see here. Can you hear that? Yeah. Okay, good. All right. Now, what I'll be able to do, I'll be able to talk with you during the commercial breaks, but I won't be able to talk with you during the uh, in the, tr- the tune. So, uh, and we'll have, like I said, four ten-minute segments, and I'll get a track in each uh, each segment, and we'll roll out with one. All right. Okay. Anything you want to talk? Hey guys, Clay Edwards here. I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601-502-3529. They offer roof-to-curb service, blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast.